This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, welcome back. One of our favorite times is 8 o'clock on a Thursday morning where we get to talk to the most popular eagle and one of the greatest of all time. Center Jason Kelsey was out live with us. Hi, Jason. Angel, how are we doing? Jason, I, this is such a weird thing to start an interview with, but I got to ask you. Is it right. true that you have a turtle living in your toilet? <laughs> it was true uh, yesterday. Yes, uh, Elliot pointed it out. Um, and true, um, that bastard uh, from uh, Austin Powers, yeah. there were turtles poking out. Yep. All right, just, we actually have a little audio of this that they tweeted out. Here's his little daughter. A turtle. A turtle. A turtle. You made a turtle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So we got that nice story. Now we got another family thing I got to run by you, Jason, just to get updated. Did you get mad at Travis on your podcast this week, two weeks yeah. ago? Yeah, yeah. We. Uh, it was a good thing it was uh, being done over uh, Zoom or online because if we were in person, it might resulted in uh, a scuffle for sure. <laughs> I, he was trolling you about a bad play? He was trolling me about uh, the snap against, uh, oh, my gosh, the uh, uh, Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. And what, and what was he saying? Well, he was just saying, you know, we got hit, uh, what happened with the snap. And then uh, I was like, oh, you know, it's just bad snap. Got to get that cleaned up, you know. We've, and uh, he said, uh, did this excuse train thing. And I don't know why, but I wanted to just plunge him right in the face. I don't know what. what <laughs> I'm fired up. Um, but yeah, it's all right. It always comes around, and uh, we've uh, we've been having a lot of fun for the most part. Yeah, wow, uh, this is awesome. So, but you guys fought when you were kids, right, Jason? You must have roughed it up from time to time. Very much. Yeah, <laughs> we fought. We fought uh, often and uh, hard. Um, it was a uh, yeah, it was, it was a great childhood. It really was. And uh, my mom certainly 
uh, had her hands full with uh, all the things that were being broken around the house and the fights and everything to break up. My dad too, but um, you know, it, it it always made us closer for whatever wow. reason. Every time after we were done fighting, we loved each other more. I don't know why, how that works, but all right. I want to tell all the people listening right now: if you have two boys and they're fighting young, they could both become big stars in the NFL and make tons of money. That's all I'm saying. It's, sometimes it works out great, Jason. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about the game because we saw something we had never seen in the history of the Eagles. Your quarterback, Jalen Hurts, wrecked up 103 yards in the first quarter on the ground. What was that like from your vantage point? I mean, it was impressive, obviously. You know, Jalen is such a dynamic uh, player. Um, he can do it in the air, do it on the ground, but over 100 yards rushing in one half, uh, you know, it, it felt like we were pretty unstoppable in that first half for the most part. Every time we got the ball, we were marching down the field. Whenever the run game's working like that, you really just feel good about how the entire game plan's going, how the entire team's doing. Everybody's getting their blocks, and then Jalen was out running guys. Um, at one point, he looked so tired. I was like, we might want to call that down with some of these rooms. We got to few more quarters left, but um, he didn't complain once, that's for sure. Well, that's what he is. There was uh, Jordan Maialata was telling a story the other day about um, he had given up two sacks against Houston, and he went to the sideline, and Hurts went up to him, Jason, uh, Jason, and he just held his hand out and shook his hand to support him. Uh, he's not yelling at guys when there's a bad play, right? How's he reacting to adversity in the huddle? Uh, you know, he, he is a very calm cool, collected, you know, uh, if he was uh, born in the jazz era, he'd probably be like Miles Davis. Uh, you know, he's just, he is he is confident, but, but quiet and calm. Uh, you know, at all times, uh, you know, you, you know that he thinks he's the best player on the field, but at the same time, he's bringing confidence into his teammates, and he's, and, um, and he knows that he feels like, you're about to go out there and be successful. Right. Um, sometimes we'll say stuff, but most of the time, man, he's just got this great aura about him and, uh, and feel for the game that I think lends itself to uh, being a, good, a great leader. That's awesome. Now, one thing Nick Sirianni said is that, um, you know, as he's gotten more comfortable in the game, he's offering some more input during games into play calling and things of that nature. I'm guessing you have some say in that too, don't you, Jason? You're a veteran who knows the game. Do they? Do you ever offer ideas on the sidelines to what you guys should be doing? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And usually that starts with Jeff Stoutland. You know, he and I, you know, from the moment the first drive ends, are, are talking about things. And sometimes we're talking about different techniques. Sometimes we're talking about something they hit us with that we weren't prepared for because they're doing something new. Sometimes we're talking about getting to uh, certain runs that are advantageous. Um, but uh, I am an older player, and I have realized that sometimes offering advice is not the best thing in the world. You know, <laughs> only offer the stuff up when it's really, really good. Because I've been there before where I'm like, hey, we need to be doing this, and then we start doing it, and then it doesn't work. And you're like, all right, I should probably just shut the hell up and let these coaches uh, figure it out. But, right, but um, yeah. Yeah, but these sure. guys are receptive to it, right, Jason? It sounds like these guys are open-minded enough to hear what their players are saying and incorporate it to what they're calling. For sure. I mean, you got to be the right guy. Obviously, Jalen has played enough, and he's a quarterback, so they're going to listen. I've played around, played a long time. Uh, you know, they're not going to uh, listen to you know somebody who's getting their first start 
they've ever had necessarily as um, intently. But, um, yeah, they're very receptive coaches. Even if they don't agree with you, they're going to hear you out. Um, you know, that's, that's part of, I think, Nick's philosophy and certainly part of Jeff Stoutland's philosophy. Excellent. Uh, uh, the, the Titans, they are a very good team with a lot of different facets to it. What's it like uh, facing their defense, Jason? What are you seeing? Yeah, I mean, they're great across the board. They're well coached. Mike Brable's been the head coach for these guys for a while, and they've been very successful under them. They were the you know best team in the regular season just a year ago. Um, you know, they're, they're a very complimentary football team. Um, they have an outstanding defense that can shut down the run uh, and really shut down offenses in general. They have great players on defense, and on offense they have a great uh, running back, probably um, the best running back over the last you know five, six years, um, as well as an offense that suits him. So, you know, they do things very, very well and play off of each other very well. They have a defense that can get offenses off the field, and they have an offense that can stay on the field and take up time of possession. Uh, so you know, this is a team that's won a lot of games for a lot of reasons. And, um, you know, we got our hands full this week. This is a very tough matchup. Uh, and these are teams that, you know, we've struggled with in the past, quite frankly. I think if you look at teams that have uh, made it close or beaten us, you know, these are teams that have run the ball and controlled the clock. And offensively, we haven't um, executed with our opportunities the way we needed to. So I think that uh, it's a good test for us, um, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Right, one last thing. I was talking about Christmas lists because I thought it would be a good investment to get a, a Jalen Hurts jersey since he's 24. Um, are your kids old enough to have Jason Kelsey jerseys yet, Jason? Uh, they don't have Jason Kelsey jerseys, but they have Jason Kelsey shirts. I don't know where my wife got those. Okay. And uh, no, I wouldn't think she'd have to pay for them. It's her father. Uh, what would you say if they asked for a Travis Kelsey jersey? Uh, I'd say get in line. That's what everybody wants these days. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, nothing but continued success. I love that video of your daughter. It's fantastic. Thank you, Jason. All right. Thanks, Angela. Right. And that's uh, great when they share that, Alan. She is, the, oh, is that girl cute? Oh, you got to get it. We should tweet that out, too, so people get to see it or so, retweet. So, so the question is, like, yeah. who's videoing their kid on the potty? I don't know. I don't ask those questions. You yeah. are. That's why, Al, he's investigative reporter, and I just those do radio. Those are the hard now. questions that need that's, to be answered. I, I'm not asking that question. <laughs> I got a problem on my board right now, and mm -hmm. I'm going to deal with it. There's a guy, out from our area who is a fan of the Tennessee Titans. Wow, that's How weird. is that possible? Hakeem's on a line. Hi, Hakeem. Hey, how y'all doing today? What's all this about? You're rooting for Tennessee? Of course, Derrick Henry. Right, but He's you live here, right? Yes, I live in Philadelphia, yes. Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts, Hello. Do you ever compare them to Derrick Henry, who's about to run for 168 yards on Sunday? Oh, uh, 168 yards. He only had 168 yards going on Sunday. He had 30. He had 38 yards last game. Now he's going to have 168. Yeah, 168. I'm about to say, y'all know Derrick Henry. Every time he runs the ball 25 more times or more, we're undefeated. The Titans are undefeated if he runs the ball 25 times or more. Well, then the they Bengals should probably just do got that it in the backfield. All right, so, Hakeem, no hold on. Wait a minute. How long have you been a Titans fan? 
since 2000, since I've seen Aaron McNair. All right, but that, all right, so McNair got you into it. It wasn't a heavy. He was a baby then. And you're saying yeah. to me that now you love them. Even during the year where the Eagles won the Super Bowl, you were rooting for the Titans? Of course. Did you feel stupid? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? It's, I don't I don't feel bad. I didn't feel bad. I just was like, next year is our year. Next year is our year. And last year should have been our year. We right, but none of those years year. were your year either because you didn't win squat so far. You got nothing. We haven't. We haven't won nothing, but I promise you on Sunday we'll win something. All right, so you're guaranteeing a Titans victory over the yes. Eagles. But can I just tell you why? The Eagles aren't physical enough. Y'all haven't faced no physical teams but the Cowboys this year. We're, the second, we're probably going to be the most physical team y'all play this year and most disciplined. We're not going to commit as many turnovers as all the other teams y'all went against. We don't make that many mistakes. And that's just great coaching by Mike Babel. Hold on a minute. Then why are you ten and, uh, why are you seven and four and we're ten and what? Uh y'all ten and one first game of the season. Tannehill was his first game. He didn't pre he didn't play preseason. He didn't practice throughout the whole offseason. He was injured. So that was his first game we lost to the Giants, who we don't even know if y'all can beat yet. Then we lost to the best two teams in the NFL, the Bills and the Chiefs, who the Eagles clearly can't beat because they were the number one in the power rankings when y'all were undefeated. They were still number one in the power rankings, and the Eagles were undefeated. The Bills and the Chiefs, and that makes no sense to me. So how are uh, y'all the best team in the right, league? Y'all on not number one. Are you? Uh, you have no friends, is that right, Hakeem? No one likes <laughs> I, you. I got Eagle fans as friends. No, I don't think whole... they like you deep down. They don't care for you. <laughs> I, sometimes I don't think so neither. But on Sunday, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Hakeem, Sunday, I'm giving tickets away. Do you want a shot? Yes, I want a shot. Not yes. a chance. Oh, man, come Not on. Not on your life, because I don't trust the judge today, Marcus freaking Hayes. <laughs> what about Eddie George, Steve McNair? No. Let me tell you something right now. If you brought a Titans fan into the Novacare luxury box, mm-hmm. first of all, Ray Padaccio would have him evicted. <laughs> Ray does not like non-Eagle fans in that box. I was actually thinking about Ray and the face he would make. Uh, no, it's bad. If Hakeem walked in in, his, uh, in his Eddie George jersey. Oh! I was a big McNair fan, though. Oh, I, 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 I mean, it's mm. especially in college, yep. that was a show. May, he might be the most it's underrated. Alcorn? He, yeah. might yeah. Be, he, Alcorn State, yep. he might be the most underrated NFL player in history. 215-592-949. Tons of show left. We come back. Is there a little unfinished business for a former Titan? You may recall the name. He <laughs> used to play well here till last month. A.J. Brown. It's time for him to come back. WIP Sports Time 868. All right, welcome back at 823. Ava Graham's here with our end of our first question and the start of our second. Yes, <laughs> and it is brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Wishing their employees, customers, and WIP listeners happy holidays. Find new roads to Armin Chevrolet closer than you think. What is the best holiday gift for a 12-year-old? 29% iPhone. Wow. 26% Hertz jersey. Oh, so keep that going. We might win that. Yeah, 25% video game and 20% sports equipment. Now, this next question uh, kind of inspired our contest today where you can wear a pa- win a pair of tickets in the NovaCare suite to see the Eagles and the Titans on Sunday, which is a better option when you, ne- when you meet a star player in person, autograph or photo? 
Right, now, I'm going to go to Al Morgani here because he is a Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. and he was recently put in. And now, people, I'm sure now, your your autograph has greater value. Huh? Yeah, it ha- no, it has, a, it has a significant monetary value because really? you're in a Hockey Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That is, so here's what I know. What did pe- when you were on that, uh, when you went to Toronto, right? Yeah. The more people want you, your photograph or your autograph? No, they want an autograph, but only because... These people, I don't understand this. They want everybody in the Hall of Fame's autograph, no matter what department. Oh, all they, of them. Oh, want, so they have a collection. Yeah. Gotcha. So it would be me and Billy Cement would, you know, we both they want both autographs, and then they they put it on a. They'd have to say, "Can you sign here? Can you sign here?" And this goes back years. Oh, so you're it's doing really a weird. lot of that now. No, just for those people that were in Toronto. Now it doesn't. Nobody here wants you. No, uh, here you're just I a local jackass. Signing, no, I have seen you signing these at the Borgata. Well, and, and, yeah, you are now a hot commodity those, in the autograph market. Those are traffic citations. <laughs> <laughs> well, Angelo, but in your experience, uh, when you were the captain, yep. honorary captain at the Eagles game, you said to me, you probably signed 20 autographs, but took over 100 pictures. Very true. And I think it but here's the problem. There was an, a jackass <laughs> DJ guy a few years ago. Oh, God. And he was taking a photo with Taylor Swift. Oh, yes. I remember, yeah. And he grabbed her rear end. Well, yeah. And it became, she went to court with him, right? So now, Al, when you are take, if I'm taking a photo with Marcus Hayes, I, he gets the arm of the whole deal. Because uh, Marcus Hayes is not concerned. And he doesn't have a cute rear end, so you wouldn't grab it. <laughs> no, it says you. If, <laughs> if it's a woman now, Al, most women that I will take a photo with, I will keep my arms dangling. You will not be Richard Dawson? <laughs> there will be no, there's no, that's not, you can't. He used to kiss the contestants on Family Feud. And the women. No, Al now, to not have any issues, do you notice that when a woman comes up to you, she wants to take your picture, right? Yeah. Do you drape your arm around her? No. No, you don't. I didn't before either. No. <laughs> Al, Al's a bit of a germaphobe. <laughs> yeah, he is. He does not, not want That's that right. at all. So you got, the photo could be a problem now. Howie be Mandel careful. It's a pain. Be I, careful with the photo. I, you're right. I mean, there's a picture I have of Gabe Kapler and Keith Jones, and, and Gabe is a little close. No, I, I, I Gabe just, Kapler believed, and uh, he was, uh, he, uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I was uncomfortable with that as well. He likes to connect. All right, anyway, <laughs> let me give you a couple of things to ponder from Mr. A.J. Brown. Now, I did some independent statistical research yesterday. Okay. How great is that? Google. I felt for a fleeting moment like Ruben Frank of NBC Sports Philadelphia. Really? Because this has not been reported at all, but I wanted to research A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown has played 53 games in his National Football League career. In the first 51 games, do you know how many fumbles he lost? In his entire 51 games, mostly with the Titans. Four? One. One, really? In the last two games, as an eagle, Rhea, how many fumbles did he lose? Two. How amazing is that? He is not a fumbler. Well, And I will say this about him last week because I don't think we realized how sick he was. Yeah. He lost seven pounds from his stomach and all this. He threw up so bad he popped a vessel, blood vessel in his eye. Yeah, it was he was ill. Yeah, but I, still, it, in the moment when he's fumbling, I was not happy. <laughs> and then they ran it back like sixty or seventy yeah. yards. It was a nightmare of a play. 
Well, guess what? And this is probably a safe prediction. A.J. Brown will re- uh, emerge from his uh, funk he's been in yeah. against his former team. Oh, yeah. Because he was asked about it, and they said to him, A.J., uh, you're facing the team that discarded you. Ow. He was a, he's 24 when they traded him. Yes, I'm, they're still and mad they down there. No, they're still mad because he's a hell of a football oh, yeah. player. He's in a little bit of a funk right now. Here's what he said about what it means facing his old team. I mean, of course it means it means a lot, but uh, you know, I got to be professional about it and you know, keep my emotions down and, you know, and just play. Like I said, uh, after the game, my job this week is just trying to be as consistent as possible. You know, so regardless of who we're playing, that's, that's my focus. And he, and he was talking about the fans because Al, uh, there may be a perception he forced his way out of town. He wanted to get paid. And they said, we don't want to pay him all the money he's going to want. So they traded him and got rooked in the deal. Oh. All right, they got rooked in the deal. But he said that the Titan fans, some like him, some don't. I'm pretty sure some people that still love me, you know, and I'm pretty sure it's a lot of people that you know, hate my guts. But uh, however, however it happens or whatever happens, I'm just going to be, you know, excited for another opportunity. Marcus, uh, you think like a columnist for good reason. You are one, a damn good one. <laughs> if, if you're doing this game Sunday, is he a potential column to see how he responds to the fact that the team that traded him, he is now facing? You know, the best thinker at our paper at the Enquirer is Mike Sielski. Mm. He already did a column. Oh! He did a column off last game. Wow. A.J. Brown. And so certainly it will be a, a, a subject that's readdressed. Do you think that, that he will be inspired to face his old team? Yeah, 10 and 120 with a touchdown, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, honestly. Absolutely. Al, he has had two games of over 150 yards. Yeah. And he has had two games with seven yards and 32 yards. Well, if you remember like two games ago, three games ago, he came out of a cut yep. limping and came out of the game. And that and he hasn't been too. the same You're since. You're right. You're right. Hopefully he will heal, his stomach will feel better, and he will take it out on his old team. Mm-hmm. And his eye. On, and his eye. He's got, man, out oh, of this stuff, man. Oh. These guys got a lot of problems now. John's here from Philly. Hi, Johnny. Hey, good morning, everybody. How are we all doing today? We're good, John. We're 10 and 1. We are 10 and 1, but I do have some concerns about this upcoming game this week. And my major concerns with this week's game is. We've had a problem that has popped up on several occasions this year with the Eagles and their tackling, so that yeah. could really be an issue. In the last few weeks with our ball control, I mean, if we don't if we don't protect the ball this week and Tennessee is able to run on us, our offensive opportunities are going to be limited. So, I mean, you know, these are things that concern me. No, you. Uh, if those two things happen, they will lose the game because uh, you do not want to give this team that can control the ball as well as they can – the ball more times than they should get it. You're 100% right. But, John, uh, here's what I'm thinking. A.J. Brown and that that theme is going to help them because they want to defend the honor of their teammate. And and he he does bear a grudge. Don't think he doesn't. He was three years into a career. He was settled in that city, and all of a sudden they traded him. Yeah, I think the Eagles will want to fight for him, too. No, absolutely. You know, A.J. Brown's going to want to fight for himself and show them that they made a mistake. I mean, listen, this guy, I'm not really concerned as much about his ball control because of, you know, of what he's been going through the last couple of weeks. Yep. But I really expect him to have a huge game. And, I mean, don't don't think that athletes don't hold a grudge when something like like when they feel like they, you know, deserve something that they didn't get or they were mistreated. 
you know, they come back and they want to prove that the other team made a mistake, and I think that's what we're going to get this week, or at least I hope that's what we're going to get this week. Marcus, what were your numbers again? 10-160? Something like uh, that? I think 10, I think 10-120 and a touchdown. Ooh, I'll take it. Yeah. Where do I sign? Love it. John, <laughs> you can be in the Novacare suite with all the most brilliant doctors in the world that Novacare, and all you need to do is tell me somebody you would spend $100 to take a photo with. Uh, the Phillies fanatic. Oh. oh, I think you could get that for cheaper. I'm just saying. Tamika's up next. Hi, Tamika. How you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Oh, not that good. I kind of want to punch someone in the face just like Kelsey wanted to do. Okay. <laughs> I'm with you. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What do you so want to say? Okay. So I want to ask you guys, who do you have for your top five teams in the NFL right now? And then I'll give you my reason. One right, I'll tackle this. In the face. Top five. Uh, Kansas City. Eagles. Eagles. Dallas. Bills. Bills. Uh, man, that's a now. Some people out uh, have the Vikings out, which I don't buy. But uh, the, the, nine, nine, the Niners, Niners are the new hot Maybe yeah. the Niners. Maybe the Niners. All right, Tamika, that, that's a pretty okay. good five. What do you think of All that right. five? So Stephen A. Smith at the Chiefs, number one, the 49ers, number two, the Cowboys, number three, the Dolphins, number four, and the Eagles, number five. No, wow. he did No, that. no, but he Tamika, did. he's a hot take guy. He's going to get more attention. I'm telling you, I, I said this yesterday. I've, I'm looking at all this stuff. There's a lot of people in these power rankings, like it's college football. All of a sudden have Dallas ahead of get Philly. The Cowboys yeah. suck. The <laughs> Cowboys suck, Tamika. We're going to have a happy Christmas. They're going to lose. We the Cowboys are, are going to lose to the Eagles in their own yeah. building. On high, and then they're going to all sing Deck the Halts. Huh? <laughs> I love it. Uh, Tamika, uh, for, you got a shot to be in that Novakit thing. Who are you spending $100 for a fi- picture with? Oh, yeah. This will be an early birthday gift to me. My birthday be December 20th. I want to take a picture with Ray Dillinger. Ray Dittinger. Nice. He wouldn't charge. By you. the way, his uh, his um, the NFL film special. They keep giving him different dates. I know it. Just DVR it at FS1. It's Ray tonight. Dittinger. It it's is tonight. at twelve thirty. Okay. Well, t- it's technically, technically tomorrow morning. Twelve thirty. Uh, just tape for twelve thirty to one or something, yeah. and you'll get it. All right. Mike is up next. Hi, Mike. Good morning. Mike. Mike, are you there? Mike's off. All right, Mike. Um, is a cowboy like fan, and I want to. I want to say, I was squeezing him into the segment. You know why? Because I wanted people to understand what a bunch of losers cowboy fans are. Mm-hmm. And that guy couldn't hold for ten minutes, because you know I'm going to tell you why. Because he is not true to his convictions. He knows as well as I do that his team's going to get kicked in the keister on Christmas Eve. It's beautiful. Excellent alliteration. Thank you. I do it for a living. Mm-hmm. 215-592-9494. And Mike, if you call back, don't bother. I'm not putting you on. <laughs> You're a loser. When we return, Al, I, I'm, I'm going to make some enemies here, but I just got to be honest with you mm-hmm. about this whole damn World Cup thing. It sucks. WIP Sports Time 835. <laughs> no, it sucks. Hi, now, 841 is your time. Now, if you would like to consult the WIP Morning Show Twitter account right now, you will see on it a photograph that some guy sent to me, Al, a, a big uh, World Cup fan. Right. Who uh, had the game on, and then he was called away, and he walked away, and uh, while he was gone, his dogs jumped on his mm-hmm. couch. Yep. Two fine canines. Yeah. And they sprawled out on the couch and soon fell 
sound asleep mm-hmm. watching the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to picture me on Tuesday afternoon, no, you might want to. Uh, okay. uh, remove the dogs from the picture yeah. and p- place an old man lying down sound asleep. Nice. Yeah. The World Cup is the most overrated sports event I have ever encountered. I don't understand it. The more I try, and now you got to give me some credit for trying. What happened? All right. Well, I watched the game against England. Okay. And that was, I, I it was over 100 minutes with all that injury uh, time, time or whatever they do, mm-hmm. the extra time. Right? So I watched that, and, and everybody was thrilled. The final score was zero to zero. Mm-hmm. So I went, well, all right, that's not a normal game. I'll get mm-hmm. to see some action. So I, 2 o'clock Tuesday, what am I doing? So I lie down on the couch, mm-hmm. and I'm watching the thing, and I do see the first goal. Nice. And I'm going, this is good. They went to halftime. I hung in. Uh, early in the second half, I was out. I felt I don't sleep in front of the TV. But you now, I'm going to take a risk here. Right. Because I know a lot of people that are listening are in their cars, and they don't want to get drowsy. But I want you to hear what put me to sleep and those dogs. Same thing. All right, just uh, Joe, play a little bit of This is the World Cup. Cameron Carter Vickers, one of the two changes to the lineup. Making his World Cup debut at the back. Here he is again. Your eyes are getting heavy. Losing Rhea right now. I can see. Listen, that's from the crowd. I think that noise. Yeah, that's annoying. No, it's kind of like a noise. Those things are gone. Sergeant also back in the starting lineup tonight. Oh wow! Adams picks it up from Robinson. Oh. Oh. The United States using the ball well right now, and quick one-touch passing, shifting. You've got wingers coming inside. Because of the domination with the ball, patience is going to be a word you'll talk a lot about. Patience, this- my ass. Patience. Ah, all it is is patience. Mm-hmm. The final score was one to nothing. So I tabulated it out. Over 200 uh, minutes of soccer action or inaction for one goal. One No, 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 no. Marcus, this thing stinks. Tell him. No, I, I like soccer. Oh, come I played on. soccer. My kids played soccer. Oh. When when the Women's World Cup was going on, we DVR'd all the games and watched them as a family. Oh. If you know what you're watching, it's like it's like being from Europe and watching baseball. If you don't know what you're watching, yeah. it's not it's not fun. I watched the entire men's game, oh. and yeah, it wasn't perfect soccer, especially in the second half. <laughs> but it's hard to do, and it, it it can be entertaining. I mean, maybe you had COVID. Maybe that's why I you passed out. Not, I found out later in the day my wife had COVID. <laughs> Your wife had COVID. Maybe you. Give it to her. No, maybe your wife got it watching the soccer. You think it's, it's you think it's well, communicable I, that both way? Both our wives have it, Alan. They don't yeah. even know each other. That's true. Uh, that's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> they probably commiserate. <laughs> All I can tell you is, Al, this thing stinks to high heaven. It's awful. And anybody that doesn't is bamboozling their own brain. And I'm sorry. I know I'm alienating my own grandkids who how they're living for it. They want Lionel Messi jerseys. They don't want a Hurts jersey. They don't even want a Saquon Barkley jersey of their Giants fans. They want a Messi jersey. Well, get it for them. No.
No, don't. Well, why wouldn't you? Because why? every time they walk in, I'll fall asleep. Bamboozling. You're gonna anyway. It's, uh, it's, it's, oh my it's God! No, is that boring? Let me make it clear to you: you're retiring, and you're a grandpa. You I, will be falling asleep every time they come really? over. <laughs> yeah. Well, that doesn't sound like progress here. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I don't. Rhea, did you try it? I mean, I, I did. Come and see, on. Marcus, Marcus made the best point because. I don't know what's going on. So I'm just, you know, but but I only watched like the last hour. But I, I remember I could never understand um, lacrosse or field hockey, but I had to cover it when I was at Temple News because that's what they gave you. Once I learned it, then I appreciated it. I attempted to learn it by myself. <laughs> in, in an hour? And I was, I, 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 was I, I blame the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's up from, uh, Peter's from Wales. Hi, Peter. Wales. Which, Angelo. Wait, Peter, this thing stinks. And, it stinks, Pete. Uh, it's awful. Angelo, you play a sport that I've been to, and you ask us to stand up in the seventh inning to stretch. Oh. <laughs> now, if I'm asleep, <laughs> don't wake me up. <laughs> yeah, okay, go ahead, Pete. <laughs> and I think your wife is faking COVID. So she can be prepared for when you're home every day. <laughs> Peter, uh, I, I, that may be true. That may be true. Uh, He's I think just finding places to hide. She has uh, isolated herself out. I am not, and no, having no contact with her, whatever, and she seems pleased with She's the She's going to have a lot of COVID after February. Yeah. This may become long COVID. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Peter, but here's the thing. Peter, all right, I'm not here to tell you I understand all the, the whys and the wherefores. But you can't mm-hmm. watch 200 minutes of a sports event and see one goal. It's not entertaining. Angelo, if the Phillies win by one run, who wins? Well, if it's one nothing, I'm probably bitching. If it's 5-4, that's exciting. You can turn a baseball game on at the start of the game. And go and turn the TV off and then come back to the at the end of the game. You know what, Peter? I really I, haven't missed anything. Here's the thing, Peter. I'm not here to defend baseball. I've been ripping it all year. Here's what I want to say, though. <laughs> the best thing about the World Cup to me, as somebody who is not a big soccer fan, is the fan reaction to stuff. The, the, the life and death looks on their faces. That is, and then I'm watching the game, and I'm going, "What the hell are they watching? Is not why aren't they sleeping like I am?" But they're, they're so, commenta- oh my God, Peter, it's life and death for these people. Right? The commentating on Fox is horrible. It's oh, is that horrible. it? Maybe it's bad yeah. commentating. Oh, how are you going to commentate this? To us, nothing's happening. I know that's what but it's there coming is, but across. There, but there is stuff happening. It's over my head. It's I have over to, your head. You yeah, can't over, learn it. I don't. Want to? Uh, Although, and I, well, no, that's the honest to God truth. But I, I, I will tell you, I watched all the women because I knew who they were. Right, that's true. I don't know yeah. these guys, and one's uh, there's two okay. logo guys from Hershey that scores a goal. A kid from Medford yep. takes his place. That's well, unbelievable. Yeah, and the and the the, the uh, national team has done a horrible job. Yeah. There are yeah. lots of interesting personalities, yeah. ah. and accomplished players, talented players, the most talented team ever, and really young. So you're going to have yeah. two or three appearances, ah. and they're they've done a terrible job at personalizing these guys. All right, now that makes yep. sense, Peter. I want you at the Eagles game so you can see a real sports event. Give me somebody you would take <laughs> a photo with for one hundred dollars. Well, I'm trying to figure out Mr. Hayes there. I'm going to go with Tiger Woods. 
Tiger Woods. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Oh, he's in That's it now, boy. That's a pretty boy. good one. Oh, he's in a huge That's fight a, with, uh, wow, with Nicholson oh, yeah. and, yeah. and Norman. And wow. Yeah, it's uh, the LIV thing is back again. How <laughs> oh, they're fighting it's ugly. now. It's ugly. Ugly is fun. Don't you golf. love when billionaires <laughs> and millionaires are fighting with each other? It's nice. All right, but I'm going to, I mean this. Yeah. This, I'm ready to say this, and, and I mean it. Because there isn't a more boring American sport than golf. Don't tell but that to Marcus. I find it more interesting to watch than soccer. <laughs> really? You hit the ball, you walk, you hit the ball again, we wait for it to go in the hole. I understand the game. And the commentators are better. They are that, better. But I will say, wow. on a Saturday afternoon, there's mm-hmm. nothing better to sleep to. Than oh, you are so right. <laughs> you can't stay awake for two-hour golf coverage in the middle of a Saturday I know or the Sunday. names of the caddies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go next to Mike in Maple Shade. Hi, Mike. Good morning, guys. How are you? And I'm not that Mike that didn't hang on. No, no, that I one. believe that was a cowboy fan, and like most cowboy fans, he's gutless. Gutless. I agree. I agree. Angelo, I was going to talk about the defense, but now that you brought up soccer, I have the, the perfect idea. You know how the Manning brothers do the commentary about the games on the, on the, on the nights? Yes. We should have you and somebody else just talk about soccer, oh, complaining the whole time about how the game stinks. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I, it would be entertaining for about five minutes, and then you would go, "Does this guy ever shut up?" <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't work I, because the more I watch it, the more frustrated I get because nothing's happening. And uh, apparently, yeah, there's a lot of tactics that I'm not picking up. Yeah. I don't. I can't None figure that do. out. The ball stays in the middle a lot, out. I guess. I, I, I mean, at least in hockey, right? Which I'm not going to say I totally understand either. There's lots of shots on goal and stuff like that. Yeah, there aren't enough shots on goal for me. Uh, they need more going on. But when I watched that Union game, that when they got that knocked out. That was great. That was crazy. That's when I thought that, I was going to like soccer. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> that was just great. It's kind of like watching <laughs> dance, too. A lot of what, you're wa- a lot yeah. of what you appreciate yeah. is how hard it is to do the things they do. And with the advent of HDTV and gigantic screens, what's yours, 84 inches or something 82 like that? Inches. 82 inches. 82 oh, inches. Oh, yes, it is. Compensation TV. <laughs> it's uh, ever since the advent of HDTV and gigantic screens, yep. it's way better to watch. It you is can better. Really appreciate the uh, grace and the physical uh, demands of soccer. Oh, maybe I just it's need a like bigger eighth, screen. I need a hundred ten. It's more like an eighth grade dance, though, where you know they're shoulder apart, though. Yeah. Anyway, Mike, you know, Mike Eagles, yes. let's talk some birds. What are you feeling? Uh, dude, I am so excited that our defensive line is formidable. You know, the NFL sets up a schedule to let you know what your weaknesses are. So now we're, are, we're in the part where we got to correct the run. So the next couple games is, hey, guys, fix the run for the championship. All this right. is and why they fix, set up the schedule. Oh, and fix special teams too, Mike. G-Cobb was oh, yeah. out early. G-Cobb was great. He said basically what he's seeing is a lack of effort. They're not fighting off the blocks. They're not they're not determined. When you're on special teams, you're trying to get to the regular, you know, one of the two top units, the offense or the defense. And he said these guys are not doing that. Well, that's coaching too to me. Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent agree. You know, maybe I uh, Jenkins will come back and, and help like he did before on the line. Oh, that would be great. I, I gotta play it. I wasn't here for I got I'm very excited about the idea of Malcolm Jenkins coming back. Mike, give me somebody you would pay a hundred dollars for a photo. Without a doubt, Kelsey in his mummer's outfit. Oh, oh, yeah. Nice. Put it down. In the mummer's out. All right, I just wanna cause I wasn't uh, this excites me. What? Mm-hmm. We already had a Kelsey. 
All right, this but is this Kelsey is in the with mel- the mummer. The other's Kelsey and his uniform. The other's the normal Kelsey. Are we like Kelsey on the toilet next? Or? All right, listen, it's you know not many, that complicated. Okay. You know how many Kelsey in his mummers thing people have pictures of I'll from bet. the parade? I'll bet. All right, anyway, I, I want to play this because, Al, this seems like a great solution to a significant problem. Chauncey Gardner Johnson's out probably a month, right? At least. Lacerated kidney? Yeah. That sounds horrible. And you got a guy who was playing last year who said he's still in great shape Mm -hmm. and is a damn good player at that position. Bring back Malcolm Jenkins. Here's what he said about it. I can still play. I'm still in shape. I'm still working out. You know, it's not far-fetched. I'm still in it. it. But, uh, you know. It is. I do enjoy my seat of, of watching as a fan, but I could definitely, you know, I could come in for a stretch. Oh, Rhea, yes or no? Oh, yes. Al, yes or no? Why not? Uh, Marcus, yes or no? Yes, but he's not going to be on special teams. No, no, no. But I, he did I, play special teams when he, he was here, he didn't did. he? Yeah. I think those days are yeah. maybe effective. Is gone. Well, could he at least yell at the guys? On <laughs> he could, he could probably coach them up better than the coach. Yeah, I'll bet he right. could. I'll bet he could. We're all in the yes category. 215-592-9494. Now, Al, this is going to be fun coming up because uh, we had Seth Jordan on, on Monday, and he indicated to us that for once he had to defer to another co-host <laughs> after a game. Uh, they were doing the game. They were doing the Eagles game last week, uh, last Sunday night. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Derek Gunn, Jonathan Gannon's name came up, <laughs> and apparently Derek Gunn needed to be uh, <laughs> sedated. He, sedated. No, 